Hello and welcome to PokeSports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike and I play with one Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin. I play with two Pokemon on the field. And today, I, I hope that everybody is staying safe. I hope that your hands are clean, your face is clean, your sheets are clean. I, not a lot of people know that. Go wash your sheets, too. Very important. Oh, I, gotta, I didn't know that. There you go. Yeah, very important. Uh, it is Sunday, March 15th, otherwise known as the Ides of March. Wait a second. Wait a second. There's, there's a problem. Where is... There you are. Ha-ha. It is otherwise known as the Ides of March uh, or National Red Nose Day. So look at that. <laughs> if you're listening to I us on it. Wednesday, it's National Awkward Moments Day. Oh, boy. Uh, so <laughs> let's, let's make an awkward moment right now, Kevin, you and I. Okay, let's just sit quietly. This is a good podcast. <laughs> okay, Mike, what was your most awkward moment playing Pokemon? Let's, let's bring this back oh, into topic here. My most awkward moment playing Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Okay, do you have one in the barrel there? You asked the question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay fine. I got one, I got one, I got one. When the, when the game first came out, I really wanted to try Psychic Surgeon Didi. So I was looking at all the move sets that Didi has and like all the moves that it has. And I saw this nice move that I was like, oh, I mean, this move is, was good in past generations. Let me stick this on this Ndidi. That move was fake out. Um, oh. You can't fake out in Psychic Surge, Mike. <laughs> That's So it. my first match with it, I used fake out first turn and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's, that has got to be the most awkward moment uh, yep. <laughs> that I've ever had as well. I'm not going to, I'm not going to steal that answer, but. Yeah, forgetting about Psychic Surge and just anything Prankster, really, mm -hmm. um, has, been a, has been a major awkward thing for me. Uh, no, you know what it was is um, Dark Typing. Prankster yeah. and Dark Typing. That mm -hmm. one has kind of messed with me. Um, I usually feel the awkward moments when that happens. Not a big <laughs> fan. Not a fan, let me tell you. That's okay. I feel that one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, big awkward moments are always order. Uh, forgetting when... Uh, forgetting my speed tiers and seeing certain Pokemon go before other Pokemon. And I'm like trying to coordinate the two attacks to go in at the, at the right timing. But then suddenly like my Ndidi goes before uh, my, my drift limb because like something happened that, that, you know, some quash or whatever. Um, big mm -hmm. thing, big problem. Actually, when I was uh, first testing my Slurpuff in Ndidi. Oh yeah. I forgot that I was scarfing my Ndidi. And then, oh. so Ironically, even with the unburden boost and everything, my Ndidi outsped my Slurpuff's fake tears. I, I want to see. Happened. I want to see any kind of uh, comments in the in the chat or send us an email if you have ever ever forgotten to put only attacks on an assault vested Pokemon. Right there, <laughs> boom, drop or, or protect on a choice scarfer. Exactly, exactly. Protect <laughs> <laughs> super fast. Protect. <laughs> My protect's going uh, on before anybody else. I'm seeing a lot of people in our in our Twitch chat right now uh, going off about last week's question, which actually I do kind of want to keep um, as as this week's question, which was uh, what needs to happen for Pokemon to become an eSport? Um, I, I feel like the, the answers to that have been amazing already. Keep on sending those in. Type uh, exclamation mark QOTD before your answer uh, to leave those. But I also... Uh, if you would like to put in another question, just put exclamation mark QOTD for your most awkward moment in Pokemon. 
All right. So type out your your answers in the in the Twitch chat and we'll be talking about those in a little bit. Um, but let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast. Huh? This is an interesting episode because mm-hmm. this was supposed to be something else. <laughs> this was supposed to be our experience in uh in Toronto regionals, but yeah. that's not happening. We were anymore. supposed to have been there. And for yeah. any of you guys who uh <laughs> who listen to the podcast but have not been watching us on YouTube at youtube.com slash pokesports, um, we we just didn't go. We couldn't go. It was it was closed. Uh, mm-hmm. everything for the next little bit, sorry, the next little <laughs> bit has been canceled. Um, 2019 was cancel culture and it, it kind of seeped into 2020. 2020 is canceled guys. Go home, come back in 2021. <laughs> uh, here's a list of some of the Pokemon tournaments that have been canceled. So we've got Mississauga, uh, or Toronto, Toronto regionals, which was scheduled for March 15th or March 13th to 15th. We have the Charlotte regionals scheduled for March 20th to 22nd. We've got uh, what's that? The Joinville uh, M Santa in Santa Carta. All right, that's Katarina. I think that's Portuguese, Mike. Sorry, oh. <laughs> Catarina. <laughs> scheduled from March 28th to 29th, and then Salt Lake City Regionals, which were scheduled for April 4th to 5th. Those are all, all canceled. Gone. So if you were thinking of going to any of those, or if you bought tickets for any of those, go see if you can get some money back. Uh, just make sure that uh, you don't go because nobody will be there for you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, along with that, a lot of local events are also being canceled. Yes. So if you're sick like Mike, stay home. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been sick for the past couple of days. It's not, I've confirmed, it's not the thing. So it just so happened. It's so awkward too. It's like National Awkward Moments Day. <laughs> it, it's so awkward to have gotten sick at this time with like this kind of timing. Because like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I usually get sick on during March, during April, like this is just sick period of time. There's a change of seasons. Um, so to have that happen around the time where like everybody's on high alert for everybody else who's sick, uh, mm-hmm. you don't want, you don't want that. Hey, you got a couple of days off of work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's been pretty sick. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Unironically, it's been pretty sick. Uh, yeah. It would. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, I hate you so much. Uh, the next online competition for Sword and Shield was announced. And this one, I'm... Oh, man. They're, I got a couple they're back. questions here. They, they're back, guys. Our single battles are back. The extreme <laughs> speed singles battles, uh, which allow transferred Pokemon... Registrations open now. Competition starts on March 20th, ends on the 22nd. So that's this, what, this Friday, folks. Next week. Yeah. yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By this time next week, we'll have finished the Extreme Speed singles battles. Oh, we should stream this, Mike. Oh, absolutely. We're going to be stuck at home anyway. This sounds like fun. Keep an eye out. Twitch.tv slash Pokesports Podcast. Exactly. Now, uh, the Extreme Speed singles battles, uh, the reason that they call it Extreme Speed... It has reduced turn and reduced battles to, uh, reduced battle times. Um, Dynamax Pokemon are banned, which is pretty interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. This allows transferred Pokemon, so we've got we've got some good boys and girls in there. I haven't really taken a look at what Pokemon we we have access to uh, from the transferred Pokemon, but we're definitely going to be talking about those next week. <laughs> you can do fifteen I mean- battles a day. Go ahead. I mean, Legends and Mythicals are still banned, though. Something yeah. to keep in mind. But I think uh, you just don't need a Galar-bred Pokemon. So right. if you want to bring an old school Mon, 
like, oh, so, so that means that Belly Drum Slurpuff is technically allowed to <gasps> We can bring Belly Drum Slurpuff. Yeah. Oh, it, thing. yeah. We can do it. Okay. Let's make it happen. All right. <laughs> now I've piqued your interest. Yes, you have. <laughs> now, um, no. not only are the legi- uh, Legends and Mythicals banned, but also Mimikyu and Sableye. And Kevin, I think you know why. No, they're not banned. They're just threats. Well, what do you mean? I thought they were, they're I thought threats. They were banned. No, no, they're allowed. Oh. They're just threats because they're so darn good in like 1v1 scenarios. That's really? why I stuck them in there. Yeah, so Mimikyu, it's easy. You just kind of go for Swords Dance, take one hit, and then sweep with Swords Dance. Uh, but Sableye is a really fun one that I think is going to be super interesting. You can trick Choice Scarf onto a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then disable the move that they're locked into and then win to struggle. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? That's right. Oh, man. I had forgotten about that. That was so that's a, a fun one. That's terrible. Ugh. Well, only problem now is dark types. Yeah. You can't prank to those. It yeah. was bad. Now, for those of you who are putting together your uh, teams for the international challenge, the April International VGC challenge, uh, the online one, um, and are, are hoping that there will be a prize akin to the the ball guy shirt that you got at the end of the last one uh, and that you're <laughs> going to be getting at the end of the next one. Uh, you won't be getting anything like that this time, unfortunately. You do get 50 BP for participating, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, no shirts this time. So sorry. I mean, it's it seems like fun anyway. This seems like a fun little little thing to do while you're stuck at home. Yeah. What's interesting is why cram why did they I don't know if you saw if you guys uh, saw the graphic for this, but in the graphic for this extreme speed singles battles, they included Barrascuta and Cramorant. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> what that has to do with anything. I understand Barrascuta, it's fast. Right. But why is Cramorant? <laughs> because is of that the, the pinnacle of singles. Because of the I missile, guess. I guess. The oh yeah, because it what? spits out bear or whatever they're called. Yeah. Okay. But still. Or Pikachus. Every now and then it does spit out a Pikachu. Whenever it feels like it. When it it feels like it. (laughs) Also in the news. Remember that? That news. Also in the news. uh, Picolytics and Babiri.net now link to each other. Hey, collaboration. Collaboration. Um, If you go to Picolytics.com or if you go to Babiri.net, there are little buttons on each one of the pages for each one of the Pokemon. Uh, that will take you to the respective other site. So if you're on Picolytics and you're looking for uh, current, current, or sorry, Picolytics gives current usage stats uh, and most popular sets, and Babiri.net gives usage uh, over time and shifts in the meta. So if you mm-hmm. want to, if you're looking at um, usage over time for, say, Togekiss, and you click on uh, the little button that says View on Picolytics, it'll take you to Togekiss's Picolytics page. Likewise, if you go to Togekiss's Picolytics page and you want to see how it's been used over time, uh, then you can go uh, click on the button there and go and uh, head over to Babiri. Now, if you guys are team building anything, you want these two websites open. Yes. A hundred percent. So the fact that they link to each other now is just perfect. Yeah. I mean, people were already doing this anyway, but now they just made mm-hmm. it easier. So good job, Griffin and Kelvin, uh, on making that collaboration work. Kudos. Kudos. Okay. Also, we have a set for Zarude. Cool. Hey. There are a lot of people out there making uh, making big videos on it. I don't really see how we can make a long talk about this, but we will tell you the set that we 
know. We do know that Zarud will have leftovers uh, that you can get through um, a, a distribution. Um, mm-hmm. It'll have leftovers with close combat, taunt, power whip, and swagger. Now, I haven't seen swagger in a little while, so yeah, that could be interesting. Now, it, for both Zarud and Celebi, which is the other Pokemon being distributed, a shiny Celebi at that, ooh, um, mm-hmm. neither of those can be used in any kind of like OU game or it definitely not in any kind of VGC mythicals have been banned for forever. Yeah. But um, you can use those in Ubers. So if you're ever thinking of, of Ubers Pokemon to bring in Zarud maybe actually a Pokemon that you'd want to keep in mind. Power up swagger taunt close combat. Yeah. Why are those all kind of obvious? <laughs> incredibly obvious. well okay let's let's look at, look at it like this um zarud has those little little vines so obviously it's getting the power whip uh look at mm-hmm. it like it's it's a straight up g so obviously it's got the swagger uh it has arms so it has close combat <laughs> i'm surprised that celebi doesn't have close combat to be honest yeah it has arms maybe yeah. need longer arms oh. <laughs> Mew has close combat must have arms this long <laughs> to use close combat there's a certain length there's, there's a minimum a sign. <laughs> There's a sign. And then of course uh, uh taunt. It just looks like a, a taunting. Pokemon. It's a dark type, so yeah, it has it's a taunt. Dark type, so it has taunt. <laughs> yeah. But uh that's all that we have for the news this week. Lots of, still lots of Pokemon news, I, I feel like. Like even though we're kind of out of uh the, the new game hype and into the okay, let's get down to business, let's start and mm-hmm. then cancel some regionals. Uh we are at least <laughs> seeing more things being pumped out into the into the content verse so that's been pretty cool that's true i mean even though these tournaments are all being canceled it is giving people like a way to further prepare for these later tournaments that are hopefully mm. going to happen i guess we'll see how bad things get here uh but yeah i'm a little excited now there's still a lot of things people can do while their tournaments are being canceled if you had other plans one of them is the topic that we're going to be talking about after the break, which is breeding and in-depth breeding. We did a breeding episode already, but we're going to go into more subtle nuances with breeding because honestly, breeding is so complicated and so convoluted that it needs a it needs another look at it. See, that's the thing. Once you've been doing it for a little while, like you don't really think of it too much. It it just kind of mm-hmm. becomes second nature, but um, for a lot of people, it, it is really difficult and it, it's so kind of daunting that you don't get into it like ever. There are a lot of yeah. people who are just like, I don't know how to make these Pokemon, so I'm not even going to try. Uh, a lot of people shy away from things like, like trick room or, or egg moves because they don't understand how to, how to do it. So we're going to mm-hmm. explain that kind of stuff. And you know what? We're going to do that, uh, shortly after we come back from this break so we will see you in just a second <laughs> welcome back to Pogo sports um yeah we we decided to have kind of an early break because we have quite a bit to talk about for the next little bit uh mm-hmm. we again as i said before the break there are a lot of people who have, who have come to us saying, hey, uh, can you kind of break down breeding specifically? Because I, I just don't 
get it. I don't understand how to how to really take my game to the next level and, and deal with the whole IVs and natures and this, that, and the other. So that is what we are going to do today. Now, I'm going to be saying some stuff uh, that a lot of you may already know. All right. But it's it's important to go over all of of the points for for anybody who may be missing certain things. So for those of you who who think, you know, everything about breeding, just sit back and let me justify your knowledge. And for those of you who think that you might not know everything, pay attention before that. Uh, I want to let you know that uh, our Patreon um, is kind of going through a new new thing. If you're if you're listening here uh, and you head over to patreon.com slash podcast, you'll see a new goal that we have. Uh, this goal will uh, allow us to start creating mid-month showdown tournaments. So tournaments for all of all of you guys to come in and, and play against each other uh, where uh, where we all chat and we all. Uh, talk about our gameplay, uh, just ways to help make us all better as players in general. So again, if you go to patreon.com slash Pokesports podcast, take a look at our tiers. We have lots of different tiers for any kind of um, patron that you would like to be. Um, and we offer things all the way from joining us on a, a private discord channel all the way to, um, a, you know, listening to extra podcasts, which we do, I believe, one of giving you early access to all of the podcasts that we create, um, as well as even if you go way to the to the end of the spectrum there, one on one coaching. All stuff that we do. Now, with the mid mid month showdowns. Yeah, we're also going to be giving out like some prizes, too, right? Yes. Sounds like fun. Absolutely. And 20 patrons. At 20 patrons. That's what's happening in 20 patrons. Yeah. Now then, trick room breeding. Uh, I'm a, Again, I'm going to say some stuff that a lot of you guys might already know, so listen closely. Um, for Pokemon who want to work well in trick room, they often have to have zero speed IVs. I think we, we know this. There are some times that mm-hmm. you don't. There are some items now, like room service, that you don't necessarily need to have zero speed IVs because there are ways for them to function outside of a trick room. But if you have decided that your Pokemon would do better uh, if it were less speedy, a way that you can make a Pokemon less speedy is to give it zero IVs. Now, feel free to write into us if you have any experience otherwise, but in my experience, you only ever need either zero or 31 IVs in any given stat. Um, mm-hmm. would you agree with that, Kevin? Yeah, especially since uh, hidden power was removed, so oh, yeah. there's really no need for thirties anymore. That's true. You used to need evens and odds, but now you just don't even. That's right. That's right. Uh, to properly min max uh that that stat or any given stat, so you have six different ones to to deal with. You got your HP, your speeds, your 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 speed, your attacks, your attack and special attack, and then your defenses. Um. To properly min-max that, you often want to hit the zero uh, speed IV number like exactly. You don't want to have mm-hmm. one or two or three. And the one way that you can figure that out is by beating the game. Once you beat the game, you unlock the judge feature uh, where you can make sure that the speed is zero by seeing the, or by seeing inside your, your uh, stats that it says no good. Um, 
now every time you breed a Pokemon, um, you know, it passes down certain IVs. And so, um, mm-hmm. unless you are holding, hold on, let me, let me take a step back here. Cause I really want to make sure that I get this right. So when you're breeding two different Pokemon together, the child that, that comes from the two of them will have a random selection of IVs. Now, if you want to make sure that certain IVs stick to that child Pokemon, you're going to want to give them certain items. Now, for the sake of this explanation, um, I'm going to be talking about uh, Rhyhorn to Rhyperior, which we can see on the screen right now. Now, Trick Room is famously tough to breed for because it adds a new step. Uh, Typically, the, the... way that you want to do it is you breed for the best IVs, then you give a Pokemon a, a destiny knot for it to hold five of the six IVs that it passes down, because that's what destiny knot does. Uh, that sixth IV is always going to be randomized. So if that sixth IV becomes like a really good IV that you want to uh, be using, then you, you switch that out with the parent and this, that, and the other. But Trick Room. Um, in, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, they made everything about breeding easier except for making a trick room Pokemon. <laughs> um, if you know anything about breeding from scratch, you know that it takes the best two parents with the female being the Pokemon that you want. Uh, in this case would be Rhyhorn. You slap a destiny knot on one of them. You slap an Everstone on the other. You breed the new one and then you replace the, the parent with the new one. If it has better stats and you rinse and repeat, until you have the best IVs on the egg Pokemon. Uh, now it works differently in Trick Room. If you want to get zero uh, speed IVs, you have to give the male Pokemon with a zero or with a zero speed IV a power anklet. Eh, there it is, a power anklet. Which the power anklet ensures that the zero IV is passed down to the child, and then the the female you would just kind of replace again as you get more. Uh, uh, babies essentially you can actually replace the male as well um Mm -hmm. now the reason on screen why i have a venusaur and a rhyhorn uh is because egg groups are a thing you can have two pokemon who are within the same egg group um actually make an an egg the female will be the one that's passed down um so if you're breeding a male venusaur as i have on screen with a female ride a rhyhorn which i have on screen it will create a female rhyhorn there it is and they don't always make sense, so make sure to look it up because Skitty and Waylord can breed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't always make sense. So no, keep no, that in mind. <laughs> Skitty and a Waylord, eh? <laughs> Jeez. So, I mean, great. You, you breed with the, the power anklet on one Pokemon. You end up with a zero-speed IV uh, Rhyhorn. That's step one. What's next? Well, you, you have two, two options, right? The, the first is you can use bottle caps on, uh, through hyper training, which you get access to at the end game. Um, bottle caps will set the IV of whatever you select it to be to max, or you can use a gold bottle cap to select you know, all of them, but you don't want to do that actually because you have uh, the speed that you want to keep at zero. So uh, unless you're looking to get a, a fully uh, IV Pokemon, don't want to use a gold one. Um, the next, uh, the next option. So that's your first option, just bottle caps. Um, the next option 
is to involve this guy. This guy's Ditto. Now, Ditto's kind of <laughs> unique, uh, as you can kind of have it as either parent, and it'll create the, the Pokemon that you're breeding it with. Uh, hardest if, working Pokemon in the game. It's the hardest working Pokemon in the game. <laughs> if you happen to have a Ditto with at least four IVs, four max IVs, so four IVs at 31, uh, that you know are not speed, and in this case for Rhyhorn, uh, is not special attack. Um, then you can breed it with your zero speed IV Rhyhorn, the the child from the earlier example. Um, you can give the other one a Destiny Knot. Uh, you can give an Everstone to the Rhyhorn uh, if it's the nature that you want, or take the Everstone away and uh, just keep breeding until you get the uh, nature that you want, or just use a Mint. Um, and then you'll have yourself a perfect Rhyhorn. Now, the only thing that makes breeding for a Trick Room Pokemon a little bit more difficult is you have to first start with the speed before anything. Yeah. That means that if you're starting from scratch, like this is a a caught from the wild Rhyhorn with crazy IVs everywhere and you know, a docile nature, then you're going to have to start by actually getting that lowest speed stat first because you can't, you can't essentially work towards improving the other IVs until you fix that speed stat with uh, the Destiny Knot on, say, a Ditto. Because if you have the Everstone, you can only use two items at a time, right? Yeah. So you can't have a Power Anklet, a Destiny Knot, and an Everstone going at all at the same time. So you just have to try to cycle through those until you get what you want, or you can just ignore the Everstone entirely and get a mint on. And that's pretty much it. And again, like that, that's one of the ways that I say that like sword and shield really, really buffed breeding uh, oh, yeah. this generation with those mints. Oh my gosh. You don't have to worry about Everstones at all. So you can just go for the whole destiny, not power anklet thing. And Mm-hmm. you know end up with a with a perfect zero iv pokemon now if you have a ditto with zero speed ivs you have basically set your trick yeah. room already your life is easy your life is so easy if you have a perfect six iv ditto, ditto with thir- 31 through hp through your attacks and through your defenses but with zero for speed uh that's perfect that's incredible incredibly rare but also incredible um mm-hmm. however Thankfully, I, I will say that uh, this Rhyhorn uh, or Rhyhorns in general don't have any egg moves that you'd need. If you need egg moves, that's a whole different thing oh, that we yeah. have to <laughs> we'll have to get into another time because there's a whole thing about egg moves where you have to breed it with another Pokemon of the same egg group and you have to learn about what kind of attacks they have. Like it's a whole thing. Um, Sometimes you have there's many tiers to egg egg moves like. Yeah, you need to breed two per two Pokemon that aren't the Pokemon that you want, just to get it on a Pokemon that you want, and then breed that over to another Pokemon, and then breed that to the Pokemon that you want. Yeah, just to get those egg moves. But thankfully, once you do it once, you don't have to do it again because you can just teach them to to Pokemon just yeah. by putting them next to each other in the daycare. And thankfully, I mean, uh, that that was something that you had to do a lot more in Gen Seven and before. Uh, but now yeah. that TRs are a thing, uh. There were a lot of TRs that were were previously just egg moves for for a lot of Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, or even some that some Pokemon just didn't have access to, and so they weren't coded. 
Um, so it, pretty nice. Also, uh, good to note that if you are looking for a a ditto with with proper uh, IVs, proper you know, well, proper proper IVs. Um, one of the big ways that that we did it, and one of the big ways that a lot of people do it, are Den Pokemon. Uh, Den Pokemon have mm-hmm. a chance of having perfect IVs. Uh, the higher the star rating, the more max IVs it could have. So if you're going for a five star Ditto raid, which I'm sure if you've played in the uh, in the in the what's what's the multiplayer forest in the middle there, wild area in the wild area. Thank you. I was thinking <laughs> the raid area. Jeez. Um, if you're playing in the wild area, you've probably seen a bunch of, uh, five-star ditto raids popping up. Um, there are ways to kind of game your, your, uh, dens to always put in the right, uh, ditto. And that involves like changing the date, uh, within your switch or whatever. But, um, if you ever see one of those and there it's, it's open, jump in because you never know what kind of ditto you're going to get. <laughs> Um, or if you want to go and set up some ditto raids, look up online where you can find, um, dino, uh, you know, big, big dittos, um, and lake you know, of outrage, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. I could be wrong. It's like behind a big bush. Yeah. You, you gotta like float somewhere and you'll get there eventually. Right. But yeah. And that's how you get your ditto. And that's trick room <laughs> braiding. <laughs> <laughs> it's. A little, oh, I just did a little spoiler. Uh, trick room breeding is a little complicated, a little convoluted, and the use of that power anklet that, like, before I learned how to, uh, how to do it, I had no idea that you were able to, to pass down a zero speed IV using just a power power anklet. Apparently, all of the, the power uh, items pass down different, um, different IVs. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a perfectionist like me, then you guys know what to do. Gotta exactly. get that zero zero attack IV on special attackers. There's no other way. You gotta. You just gotta. Now, our spotlight, which some of you guys had already seen, uh, has a little to do with what I just talked about. In fact, it was one of the Pokemon that I already shown, but we've already talked about Rhyperior, so it's not that one. Uh, but I'm going to segue <laughs> into it as best as I can through narrative. Through narrative. Uh, Rhyperior is tough to deal with. It helps, though, to have a strong Pokemon who can do four times uh, effective damage to it, preferably one that damages from uh, the one that benefits from weather, which takes away any kind of sandstorm that Max Rockfall would bring up. Basically, that would be water or grass. Water has rain. Grass has sun. Grass also has Venusaur. Venusaur is today's Pokemon spotlight. Yeah. Beautiful, Mike. (laughs) I did it. I did it. Venusaurs typically run. The held item wide lens to hit those sleep powders with incredible accuracy uh, has the ability chlorophyll with uh, 252 speed IVs for special defense uh, EVs. I should say um, I've got IVs on the brain, 252 special attack EVs for special defense EVs and 252 speed EVs with a modest nature. Uh, they will usually run the moves Sleep Powder, Energy Ball, Sludge Bomb, and Protect with potential replacement moves being Earth Power and Giga Drain. Now, and or Weather Ball. And or Weather Ball. Yes, Weather Ball is another big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Weather Ball, a fantastic move that becomes, what is it, Fire in the Sun? Yeah, yeah. spicy. So giving Venusaur even more coverage um, that, that Earth Power and the Poison and Grass already have, so... Yeah, I've seen a couple of Venusaur sets lying, uh, around in the, like the Battle Stadium recently. This is like the most common one, but there's also been like 
Dynamax Venusaur sets that will go just like four straight attacks with an assault vest. Mm. They'll just Dynamax uh, either boost their special defense with Max Quake or boost their special attack with Max Ooze. And then, you know, they also have the option to self-set. I guess it's not self-set because Weather Ball isn't technically up. But, you know, they have that Fire Stab while in the sun on top of that. So that means Pokemon like Durant don't threaten them anymore. It's a scary thing. Yeah. And And, I mean, that's that's what I've had the most trouble with. You have to kind of worry about Pokemon like Durant. Um, Mm -hmm. But to have a Venusaur that kind of has coverage against that, ooh, it's a good Pokemon. And outspeeds it in the sun. Yeah, that chlorophyll is actually nothing to nothing to gawk at there. You you having that extra speed on such a uh, powerhouse with with as good defenses and HPs that it that it already has, uh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And the reason we run modest here is because we're already so fast; we don't need timid. Yeah, no, exactly. So that's Venusaur. That's Venusaur. Venusaur is a good <laughs> Pokemon. Use it on your teams. It's getting a. Uh, a Gigantamax later, so we'll have to see if that's any good. It, it if that makes the uh grass uh, the G Max grass move like something different than Max Overgrowth, that I could really be really so. awesome. I was just about to ask, what do you think it's gonna be, Mike? Mm. I, I'm I'm I've heard a couple online. Yeah. What do you what heard? they think it's gonna be? It people are saying that maybe the the Kanto starters are just gonna have a triad with like similar to to what charizard has it just does damage over time but with grass stab instead Uh but the one that i'm i'm in favor for i want to see an auto set of swamp which is what happens when you use water pledge and grass pledge together it lowers the enemy side of the field but it lowers their speed and then gives you health back it's like it's some funky stuff. Water pledge moves. I know you don't know, know anything about pledge moves because, like, you're you're a singles guy. You play with one Pokemon in the field, but yeah, pledge moves are a thing. Hold on, I gotta look this what? up. What if Grass Pledge and Water Pledge are used in the same turn? The ally moving second will use Grass Pledge with a power of 150 and create a swamp yeah. on the target side of the field for four turns. This swamp quarters the speed of all pokemon on that side quarters oh it's even worse than i thought (laughs) whoa jeez that's a minus four (laughs) that's like a um that's like an aurora veil kind of thing so if they made gmax lapras they might make gmax uh venusaur's move a thing it's time to go to the swamp it's time to go to the swamp (laughs) everyone's gonna name their venusaur shrek dude (laughs) if that (laughs) get out of here get out of here All right, let's move on to the QR corner. The QR corner, of course, is the place where you can scan either uh, on the screen right now, the QR code on the left to go to our review page on Apple Podcasts, or the uh, the QR code on the right to go to our email, where you can send us an email at pokesportspodcast at gmail.com. Today, we have three super quick uh, QR corners. Uh, One, or one from Apple Podcasts, uh, Dutch Map. Dutch master, Dutch master is a very easy one to mm-hmm. pronounce. Why'd I have trouble with that? Great <laughs> meta discussion. He says, thank you. Great podcast to hear some different, uh, different opinions and keep up to date with the current meta different opinions. Kevin, do you think we're controversial? Um, maybe towards the beginning we were, we oh, were yeah. trying to say toxicity and Frostmoth were really good. That's true. <laughs> were we really? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but and then we fell into the meta really hard. And now we're like, oh, you know, Rhyperion is could pretty al- good. He could also be talking about when we had our discussion with Moxie Boosted about Thievel. That's another That's thing, true. too. That's true. Thievel was a very good one. You can make anything work. Mm-hmm. Dynamax exists for that reason. So you could stick weakness policy on a trap pinch and go to town. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the the compliment. Thank you for the Appreciate review. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Great Britain, even. So hello to the UK. Uh, Apera says to us via Gmail. Uh, hey, just wanted to say I really enjoyed the latest episode. This was in reference to, I believe, Moxie Boosted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guest was great, and the meta discussion was awesome. Would love to see more guests like this. Well, um, I will tell you guys in the in the chat right now, and you guys here on Wednesday, or anybody listening to the podcast, that we do actually have a new episode of Pokesports Plus, where we speak with different people from the uh, Pokemon space. Um, mm-hmm. with Rosemary Kelly, the uh, caster from, from Oceania regional, uh, from Oceanian Interna- internationals and a bunch of other esports events, uh, talking about mm-hmm. the meta, talking about casting, talking about the, the kind of road to being professional, uh, within, within the Pokemon space. So check that out on, on Spotify. If you're listening to us live right now, that's coming out tomorrow morning uh, at 6am. So you should be able to catch that wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube because now we're starting to put uh, Pokey Sports Plus on YouTube. So mm-hmm. thanks, Apparel. And in terms of, uh, in terms of the guests that we have on our podcast, we we mm-hmm. choose our guests in a way in with you guys in mind. We want to choose guests that we think you guys will be interested in, and that, um, you know, just have good things to say about the Pokemon community. Have very in information informational. Is that a word? Uh yeah, Im- I don't know, Mike. Word. Yeah, there you go. It is now. <laughs> you heard it here it first. It was always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we try to choose guests that we think you guys are gonna like. So the yeah. fact that you guys do like it makes us happy. Mm-hmm. We're doing something right. And then Ryan or Lanthanas uh, via Gmail as well says, "I've enjoyed the many different segments that you guys have come up with, and I've listened to almost all of your casts on Podcast Addict." I've never heard hey. of it. I guess it's on that uh, over three days. <laughs> you uh, don't even know what we're on. Hey, dude, you know what? There's some, <laughs> listen, okay. So there's some podcast platforms that like pull from uh, RSS from like Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever. So like, I don't put them on, on all of them specifically, uh, which is why I, I don't actually know when a podcast isn't on a platform because I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to add it manually or not. So if you are like using a podcast platform and thank you for setting me up for this, Kevin, if you're using a, a mm-hmm. platform that Pokesports is not on, let me know. And I will, I will make sure it gets there. Uh, anyway, via Gmail says uh, I've listened to almost all of your po- uh, podcasts on podcast addict over the three days. I drive trucks for work. Ooh. Um, as someone trying to break into competitive, I'd love to see a segment like the spotlight that focuses on underused Pokemon that are good for specifically countering the meta teams. Um, maybe you could call it counter corner or something breaks the meta insert Pokemon breaks the meta. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I like that. That's a good you're idea. You're giving me ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm using Slurpuff right now, so <laughs> tell me about that. Now, why, okay. why has Slurpuff been good? Why is it good? Okay. The reason why I use Slurpuff is because in Slurpuff, Slurpuff has access to Unburden, which means you can Unburden Psychic Seed. 
Right. And the reason why Unburdened Psychic Seed is so good is because you can pair it next to Mail and Didi, and you don't need priority. You Well, you can't use priority moves in Psychic Surge. So mm. by being super fast, you kind of negate the need for priority moves because nothing's going to outspeed you anyway. So what makes Slurpuff really good is that you get access to things like Cotton Spore, which will lower the, the target's speed by two. You get access to Fake Tears, lowers their special defense by two. You get access to uh, Charm, lowers their attack by two. So there's a lot of things you can do here, especially when you're going against Dark types, because normally you can't prankster Dark types. You can't prankster Fake Tears them and then go for the you know Indeedy attack. But since you're unburdened and don't have pranks, so you can use these moves very quickly, outspeed your Ndidi, and then an Ndidi with max Mindstorm life orb in Psychic Terrain, plus the negative two that Slurpuff is dishing out to the target, that's almost an Oko every time. Not even bad. <laughs> yeah. Now, so that's my thought process. You can make anything work. The re <laughs> like you <laughs> So basically, Slurpuff is like the Ndidi enabler. Yes, this time and indeed he's the one-shotter. Before, uh, Belly Drum Slurpuff used to be a thing. Belly mm -hmm. Drum play, play rough with Unburden. Uh, so you'd use Belly Drum, you'd have the Citrus on, on uh, the, the Slurpuff, um, and Bur uh, Unburden would trigger, and then you have double your, double your speed with, with four times attack, which is <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Uh, it, it would, it was scary in singles. And that's why we mentioned over in the, the extreme speed singles battles, like it's something that you might want to consider using cause you might see it here or there. Uh, or you mm -hmm. might catch people off guard if people have forgotten about it. Um, yeah. Cause it technically doesn't get belly drum this generation, but if you can use transfer mons and it's good to go then it's got it. Now mm -hmm. I, I don't actually know if when you transfer a Pokemon over, if it keeps its, its moves. Well if, it, well, if that's the case, then don't use Slurpuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, don't quote me on that, but if you can get a Slurpuff in your game with, uh, with Belly Drum, absolutely do it. Yeah. Now, earlier in I the podcast, we uh, asked two questions. We said, question one, what uh, can we do to make Pokemon an eSport? What, what needs to happen to make Pokemon an eSport? And then after that, we asked our second question, which was, what was your most awkward moment in Pokemon? Uh, we have some answers for that. In the uh, category of the answers for uh, what we need to do to make Pokemon an eSport, uh, one of the answers was more support from TCP, uh, TPCI, uh, the Pokemon company. Um, the competitive aspect really feels like it's sitting on the back burner. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah, that's been a big one. Even when we talk to to professional players and people in the field, they would also say, yeah, it needs support for mm -hmm. sure. Another big one that a lot of people do mention is uh, content creation is so important when it yeah. comes to spreading awareness on Pokemon. And if Pokemon can support content creators, then even more so because they're just going to keep wanting to push the game that they're playing. And, you know, eventually it just starts to sta stagnate well not stagnate it starts to build up on on each other the content creators are pushing the players to play the game the players are pushing the content the creators continue pushing the content so it's just it's just there's a lot of things missing but we've i feel like we've said this a thousand times it's in the right direction thankfully yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 
I, I think it's it's finally kind of getting that way. Uh, and I like yeah. that. Um, another answer is uh, first, I think they need to tweak some of the luck factor, most notably crit mm. chance. Uh, what do you think about that, actually, Kevin? Tweaking crit chance. Um, I feel like every competitive game has a little bit of luck, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone loves that comeback from behind type thing, that one flinch that you know turns the whole game around. It to make a game completely competitive, you have to remove all chances of luck, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But that will not make it spectator friendly. So by removing that luck, you're also hindering the spectatorship, which doesn't enable it as an esport because an esport requires it to be spectator friendly. You know what? I'm gonna go on the other side of that. I'm going to say mm-hmm. that if you do take out crit, I think it can make sense if you don't take out anything else. If you take out crit and you keep in parachance or, or flinch chance or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think about other, other games and how it works there. Like if you think of, of league of legends or any other kind of mobile games, uh, they do have a, a crit chance built into the game and it does work. Um, but the game is so fast paced that crit chance is not really seen as a, as a big factor in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're kind of building, building a build that, that goes toward it or tries to counter it. Now, if you think about a game, like on the inverse of that hearthstone, uh, I cannot imagine a world where crit chance is built into the game. If you're going with a five attack minion into a 10 attack or a 10 health minion. Um, you're, you're going at it for five, five HP. You expect that to always do five damage every single time. Um, and if it Mm -hmm. doesn't do five damage, then you will know based on its, its ability or, or any other cards that you have on the field, why it's not, or why it's doing more, why it's doing less. If there was just a built in mechanic in the game that would double the Pokemon's attack and just like, or the, double the minions attack and, and take out the other minion. I think a lot of people would be, would be cursing RNG a lot more than they are for unnecessary reasons. I don't think that game needs, needs crit. Um, I think, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that with Pokemon, they've already been nerfing crit to the point where it's not as oppressive right now. And although it is annoying when it happens, if there's no crit chance in the game, then what's stopping a Pokemon from just going for Cotton Guard twice and then you not being able to KO it at all? You having zero chance of winning that game. That is and true. And you just have to sit here and tickle it for 17 turns. Like that that is that is a good point. So I it guess is then, the counter to tanks. Yeah, yeah, I guess it goes back to your point of like if you don't have crit, then you need something else to deal with all of the terrible stuff that also happens in Pokemon. Um like if you if you up your defense and up your special defense, you need a kind of attack that that penetrates that. Um, you need more unaware Pokemon. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a it's an interesting question. That's an interesting there's question. No, there's no good there's no answer. right answer. There's no right yeah. answer. But um, yeah, good point. Um, the second part to that question was uh, so they need to tweak luck chance and and secondary effects on on good moves like Thunderbolt having a paralysis chance uh thunderbolt having a pair chance is actually a good example uh that one is it, it feels real bad when you get a paralysis off of uh or when you get paralyzed off of, mm-hmm. off of thunderbolt 
that sucks. What's the chance of it? Is it ten? Is it, it's high too, right? Oh, it's uh, ten. It? Okay, I thought it, I thought it was thirty. I thought that okay, was. Good. I think that one's thunder. Let me let me look up Thunderbolt Pokemon. Thunderbolt Pokemon, you have a no, yeah, ten percent. Yeah, yeah. And then thunder is the question. Thunder. Yeah, those all feel really bad to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I said. Getting those, getting that chance, it's like as much as you hate it, and I hate hacks more than anybody else. Thunder can't and otherwise. No, not right. anymore. It can miss. It can, oh yeah, <laughs> thunder can miss. Like I, I hate hacks more than the next guy. Mm-hmm. Would I like it if it disappeared? Probably for a month, and then I probably wouldn't <laughs> pay, play Pokemon again. Oh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. You think that that's that's bad enough for you to quit Pokemon? That makes it boring enough for you to quit Pokemon? Gambles are fun, aren't they? That's why people gamble, right? That's why people come back. It's, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole chance factor. Mm. The fact that I don't know. There's a, there's like some psychological reason behind it as to why it makes Pokemon so addictive because yeah. if you lose because of hacks, your mindset isn't I'm done with this game. I'm going to put it down. Your mindset is, okay, I can at least my mindset, maybe you guys have a different mindset. My mindset is Okay, I lost that because of hacks. It's not because of me. Yeah. I can yeah, play yeah. another one and do better. That's very, that's exhilarating. But people, yeah, people look at things differently. Or <laughs> like you have that, nothing feels better than getting that one flinch that wins you a game you were supposed to lose. Let's be honest. 100%. Like, 100%. <laughs> that's like the best feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to Stark Maximum. The chat says Thunder's additional effect is can miss. Can miss. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Um, last, last, uh, question of the day. Um, well, actually last question of the day for, um, for how to make Pokemon an eSport and then we'll get really, really quick into most awkward moments. Um, says make an in-game genetic modification center where you can change IVs, EVs, abilities. I don't know why they make it so hard to make battle ready Pokemon. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was a thing that they kind of changed about it. This, uh, this season i was gonna say this uh not series this game this generation um they made it a little bit easier but it's it's definitely not there yet you want to know my ideal scenario i want to know your ideal scenario that will never happen but it is what i want to happen so bad Mm -hmm. have a game that's just called competitive Pokemon. Okay. No gimmicks, nothing. And that game is just meant for online battling, kind of like a MOBA, but you know, for kind of like Hearthstone. You just get on, you battle people, and then that's all. That's the whole game. Have that game include every single Pokemon. I know. I'm. I'm ex- literally explaining Pokemon Showdown right now. Yes, you are. Just have that exist, mm-hmm. but on a console, and then. I don't know, let the let the kitties play the story mode in like a separate game, and have that keep getting updated. And then just have all the mode when I want to. Yeah. Like, I don't want to play through the story mode. I just want to play battles. Mike. (laughs) No, exactly. But I want pretty pictures when I play battles. I don't want my G max taking the whole screen. Like it does on showdown. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, that's my thought process. Yeah. That'd be nice. I'm going to leave that last question up to the people actually the the question mm-hmm. of what is your most awkward moment in pokemon so uh send us an email send us a tweet 
uh, either at PokeSportsPod or at PokeSportsPodcast gmail.com with your most awkward moment in Pokemon. So maybe it's a, a interaction that happened in a game. Maybe you forgot something. Maybe your opponent forgot something and it was really bad for you somehow. Um, you know, send us, drop us a, drop us a note. Uh, we want to, we want to hear from you. Um, that's it for PokeSports today. Kevin, where can people find you? Twitch. No, oh. not Twitch. Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. X-Reservation. I actually uploaded a video the other day. Oh, there you go. I'm uh, probably going to be uploading Animal Crossing too. Wink, wink. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm are looking you, forward to it. Are you like really into Animal Crossing? Not at all. Oh. That's why I think it's going to be enjoyable. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> People can find me at uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, at Still Just Mike, and you can find the podcast anywhere you find Pokesports. So follow us on Spotify, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Go to youtube.com slash Pokesports, subscribe to us there. Um, send us an, an email to Pokesportspodcast at gmail.com or go to Patreon to check out our tiers and to see our new uh, goal that we have set up. Um, make sure you send us those questions for next week. We're going to be talking about them on the podcast. Uh, wow, look at, did you just put that sticker on? No, I got tape. I'm not wasting my oh, sticker on my head, Mike. God, I was gonna say. <laughs> Go to YouTube to see what we're talking about. Exactly. You gotta <laughs> check this out on now. You have to look at the video version. Um, mm-hmm. all right. Well, with that said, I hope everybody has a fantastic week, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.